Well, good day to you. We continue our trek through the Bible with the Old Testament one day, New Testament another. We're on Luke 22. Luke chapter 22. And Jesus is getting ready for the Passover meal, which would uh, be on his way to the crucifixion. The Passover probably occurred, I believe, um, on Thursday of Holy Week with his crucifixion on Friday, what we call Good Friday. Now let's read here. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which is called the Passover, was approaching. The chief priests and the scribes were seeking how they might put him to death, for they were afraid of the people. The chief priests and the scribes were afraid of the people. Notice verse 3. It says, And Satan entered into Judas, who was called Iscariot, belonging to the number of the twelve. So Satan now enters into Judas. Verse 4, And he went away and discussed with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. This is Judas betraying Jesus. They were glad, and they agreed to give him money. So he consented and began seeking a good opportunity to betray him to them apart from the crowd. Then came the first day of unleavened bread on which a Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Now I will say that sometimes there's interesting um, different datings in the Gospels of the Passover. One reason is uh, there was a split about when they celebrated the Passover meal. And Part of the split regarded uh, when the Sadducees did versus when the Pharisees did, and there's way more to it. But there was uh, there were different datings and things like that, and I could give you more information upon uh, about that upon request. Okay, so verse six. So he considered and began seeking a good opportunity to betray Jesus to them apart from the crowd. Again, they wanted to betray him apart from the crowd without a disturbance. Then came the first day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. And Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and prepare the Passover for us so that we may eat it. They said to him, where do you want us to prepare it? And he said to them, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house that he enters. And you shall say to the owner of the house, the teacher says to you, where is the guest room in which I may eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large furnished upper room. Prepare it there. And they left and found everything just as he, just as Jesus had told them. And they prepared the Passover. This is just as Jesus had instructed. Now we're going to see the Lord's Supper. And something about the Lord's Supper. I, let me see. Do I have a note here? Um, nope, no extra note now. Verse 14. When the hour had come, he reclined at the table, that's Jesus, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I shall never eat again. I shall never again eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Now, Revelation 19, we have the marriage supper of the Lamb. And when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, Take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now until the kingdom of God comes. Now, this is a Jewish Passover meal, by the way, and they have they had multiple different ordered uh, events and things and speeches and metaphorical pieces. They all go back to the Exodus from Israel. So let's keep going here. Verse uh, 17. And when he had taken a cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and share it among yourselves. I think I read that already now. Verse 18. For I say to you, I will not drink. Okay, I think I read that too. So verse 19. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten, saying, This cup, which is poured out for you, is a new covenant in my blood. But behold, the hand of the one betraying me is with mine on the table. So Jesus knows 
that Judas is betraying him. For indeed, Jesus says, the Son of Man is going as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to discuss among themselves which one of them it might be who was, who was going to do this thing. And there arose also a dispute among them as to which one of them was regarded uh, to be greatest. And Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lorded over them, and those who have authority over them are called benefactors. But it is not this way with you, but the one who is the greatest among you must become the youngest and the leader like the servant. For who is greater, the one who reclines at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am among you. As one who serves. Jesus is acknowledging he's greater, but he's a servant, and we are called to be servants. Verse 28, Jesus says, You are those who have stood by me in my trials. And just as my Father has granted me a kingdom, I grant you that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and you will sit on the thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded permission to sift you like wheat. Now that's strong, isn't it? Jesus is saying Satan wants to sift you. But Jesus says, but I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when, and when once you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. But Peter said to him, Lord, with you, with, with you, I'm ready to go both to prison and to death. And Jesus said, I say to you, Peter, the rooster will not crow today until you have denied me three times that you know me. So Peter's going to deny Jesus and Jesus is prophesying that. And Peter said to them, when I, uh, Jesus said to them, when I sent you out with mo without money belt and bag and sandals, you did not lack anything, did you? They said, no, nothing. And Jesus said to them, but now whoever has a money belt is to take it along. Likewise, also a bag. And whoever has sword is to sell it, uh, um, is to sell his coat and buy one. So Jesus says, for I tell you that this, for that uh, I can't read right now. Verse 37. For I tell you that this which is written must be fulfilled in me. And he was numbered with transgressors. For that which refers to me has its fulfillment. And that comes from Isaiah 53, 12. Jesus is going to be numbered with the transgressors as he goes to the cross. They said, look, here, here are two swords. And Jesus said to them, uh, it is enough. Now, it's very interesting, by the way. Take note. Uh, Jesus says that's enough. That's enough. Now, they would need swords for travel and things like that because of dangers of animals and there's much more that could be said about that now starting at verse 39 we have the garden at gethsemane and jesus came out and proceeded as was his custom to the mount of olives and the disciples also followed him when he arrived at the place he said to them pray that you may not enter into temptation and he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and he knelt down and began to pray saying father if you are willing remove this cup from me yet not my will but yours be done now an angel from heaven appeared to him strengthening him and being in agony, he was praying very fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling down upon the ground. By the way, that's a real medical condition where the pores burst under the skin. Verse 45, when he rose from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping from sorrow and said to them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not enter into temptation. While he was still speaking, behold, a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was preceding them. And he approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When those who were around him saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, Stop, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come again against him, Have you come out with swords and clubs as you would against a robber? While I was with you daily in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this hour... And the power of darkness are yours. 
Having arrested him, they led him away and brought him to the house of the high priest, but Peter was following at a distance. After they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter was sitting among them. And a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the firelight and looking intently, she looked intently at him, said, This man was with him too, but he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. A little later, another psalmist said, You're one of them too. But Peter said, Man, I am not. After about an hour had passed, another man began to insist, saying, Certainly this man also is with him, for he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you're talking about. Immediately, while he was still speaking to rooster crow, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. So Jesus could see Peter from where he was in the high priest's house. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had told him, Before a rooster crows, today you will deny me three times. And he went out and he wept bitterly. Notice the sign of repentance. Peter wept. Now the men who were holding Jesus in custody were mocking him and beating him. And they blindfolded him and were asking him, saying, Prophecy, prophesy, who is the one who hit you? And they were saying many other things against him, blasphemy. And when it was day, the council of the elders of the people assembled, both chief priests and scribes. And they led him away to their council chamber, saying, If you're the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe. And if I ask a question, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. Notice that. Jesus, right hand of the power of God. And they all said, Are you the Son of God then? And he said to them, Yes, I am. And they said, What further need do we have of testimony? For we have heard it ourselves from his own mouth. And Jesus is heading to the cross for us. We'll stop there. Have a good day in the Lord. God bless.